Hey everyone, just as a prelude to today's episode, um, just wanted to let you know, I had actually recorded this probably back in mid-November, um, you can almost consider this a preview of some of the, uh, bonus episodes, um, that you can get through, uh, our Patreon account. The bonus episodes will be a mix of brand new episodes, um, with the suggested content option, but also previously recorded but unreleased episodes. Now, at the time, I had planned on releasing this um, much closer to Christmas, but we had a bunch of exciting things going on, um, including sharing the episode where I got to be on Redeemed Otaku, and then I really wanted to get out the episode with Redeemed Otaku, uh, with Bex, um, before we hit Christmas, so this kind of got pushed to the back burner a little bit. Um, yeah, now, uh, the other thing to note is you'll hear some references to stuff, stuff going on in life. That was two months ago. Um, but at the time, uh, I was watching a lot of the Mighty Ducks. Uh, Disney Plus had just dropped. Um, so it was a debatably a simpler time. <laughs> and now, on with the show. Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio, and today we are joined by nobody, it's just me. Uh, Luna's on the couch, directly behind me, looking adorable. Uh, I just finished watching the third part of what today's topic's gonna be. So, over the last couple days, uh, totally inspired by a episode of Hot Takes with Billy Business, where he talked about Mighty Ducks 3, uh, I've gone on a Mighty Ducks kick. I watched Mighty Ducks 1 the other day before leaving for work. I watched Mighty Ducks 2 uh, when I got home from work last night. And then today, after work, I finished it off watching Mighty Ducks 3. Uh, I, I enjoy this franchise a fair bit. I know it's a kid's sports movie franchise. Um, but it it's still very enjoyable. Um, it's a funny franchise, though, mostly because all the titles are the same. The first movie is called The Mighty Ducks. The second one is called D2, The Mighty Ducks. And I'll give you a hint what the third one is called. D3, Chicago Bulls. No, it's uh, Mighty Ducks. Um, <laughs> and th- you know what? They're, they're, they're still fun. To me, they hold up. Uh, they are definite kids' movies. Uh, I hear people describe them as uh, would say they're on the bad end of the spectrum of movies, but still enjoyable. Um, I don't know if I'd agree with that. I, I still find them a lot of fun. Like, you know what you're getting into when you watch these. They are they are kids' movies. The quality is different. You're not holding this up against, like, Rocky or Rocky Balboa or whatever a great hockey movie is, because apparently those are hard to do. Um, it's... You know what you're getting into. It's... It is what it is. Um, and as I was watching through, I'm just kind of like, all right, what's the, the hot takes episode challenged me, um, a bit because I've always been one where I'm like, nah, D2 is the best. And that's the general consensus. And Billy and the guest were arguing, uh, that D3 is the best, which I can, I can see some of their points. Um, but after watching through, I still think Mighty Ducks 2 is the best one. So let's kind of go through the three, shall we? Um, the first Mighty Ducks is definitely 
the most grounded in reality. Uh, we'll go with that. And it's interesting as it features stuff that the others don't feature. Um, Bombay, uh, Emilio Estevez, uh, he ends up uh, becoming forced to become the coach of the Ducks at the time, District 5, because he has he gets a DUI. They actively showing him drinking a beer in the car. I completely forgot that happened. I just thought it was like you see him leaving somewhere. He gets pulled over and then something about the um, like something about the smell or the slurring of words um, tips them off. And then his response to them asking like, uh, I don't know what samples uh, breath Oh yeah, breath, blood, or urine, and he said, no thanks, I'm full. Um, and then his response to that tips them off that he's drunk. But no, they they actually show Emilio Estevez drinking in the car. Um, what I learned about afterwards, though, is I read that originally this story was made before Disney signed off on it, and it was something that was kind of being shopped around. And originally it was a much darker story. Like, the writers have said, like, no, no one's murdering anybody. There's no drug addictions or, like, mafia stuff or anything. But it would have been more in line with that first scene. uh, Or not the first scene, but that early scene in the movie where someone is uh, drinking in a car and getting a DUI. Uh, But then Disney's like, no, you need to lighten it up. Uh, And throughout the movie, it's, it's still fun. It's still enjoyable. Um, it's like I said, definitely the most grounded. There's a bit of stuff, um, where it's like, again, targeted at kids, but only, only one section in particular where it's like, they're all running. So everybody, you get in the cartoony sound effects of like someone fast running and then the, the guy chasing them is a bumbling dolt. Um, and then you get a couple things here and there, but for the most part, it's it's just an enjoyable watch. Uh, Nostalgia-wise, it's a blast, but I think even outside of nostalgia, it's good. And yeah, like I said, it is it is the most grounded in reality of the three movies. Um, and there's a logical progression. It's just about winning peewees. Uh, then we get to Mighty Ducks 2, which I th- uh, to me is the best one of the franchise. Um, but it does present a problem. And there was a fun theory that they presented in, uh, in the Hot Takes episode where it was all uh, a fever dream of Bombay's. Um, so at the end of Mighty Ducks 1, Bombay goes off to, uh, to do a tryout in the minors. Uh, and the movie starts with you seeing him getting injured in the minors, so he's back to coaching. Um, Hans isn't there. It's his brother, Jan, I think. Um, yeah, just this other character who's like, okay, you're going to fulfill the same role and you're his brother. But he's got quotable lines like calling his brother Strudelhead, um, which just always makes me laugh or saying, talking about Bombay's hair later in the movie, being like, you look like you just got out of the shower. Um, just cracks me up so much. And that's the thing, too, I find is the, the actual funniest. Um, it gets, there's just so many funny quotable lines that uh me and uh steve or me and hal will just every once in a while bust out at, at each other and just burst out laughing but it's also the one where they start getting uh getting away from reality a fair bit um 
went into some weird territory. So in this one, if you haven't seen it, the Ducks go from being peewee champs to playing at the International Goodwill Games, which is something that was invented for the movie because they could not get any of the rights to the Olympics imagery. Um, so they made up an Olympics, um, and apparently peewee hockey is the hottest thing across the country um, and the world. Like, everybody knows who the peewee coaches are. Every, everybody knows these players' stats. Uh, hockey is the most popular thing in south-central Los Angeles instead of basketball in the 90s. Um, that's... No. Um, and it's also funny because this is the one that starts the trend of some of the kids just dropping off between movies with no mention. Uh, Mighty Ducks 1, there's Jesse Hall. He shows back up for the second. But in the first movie, he's got his brother Terry, who <coughs> never returns with no mention. There's a kid named Carp, never comes back. Tommy, never comes back. Um, the little punk kid, never comes back. The kid with his skating sister, never come back. Um, no mention, nothing. I mean, I know it's a kid's movie, but still, a, li a little follow-up would have been nice. They did the follow-up with Hans not being there, but they didn't with the kids. Um, yeah, so then the Ducks become the basis of Team USA, and then they add a bunch of new characters, including a very 20-year-old-looking, I guess at this point the kids are supposed to be, I don't know, 15? Uh, not even 15, because they're not even in high school yet. Uh, so a very 20 year old looking 13 year old in Dean Portman, uh, they make up the, then there's the whole bash brothers. And this is the one where it's, there's catchphrases. There's the bash brothers. There's all that kind of jazz. So maybe that's why it sticks so much. But for me, it's the fun, light ridiculousness of it all. Uh, yeah, the Bash Brothers stuff is hilarious. Just the joy that those two actors or characters are having, it's its infectious. It's fun to watch. Um, and and the absolute absurdity. Um, Portman gets kicked out of a game um, for accidentally tripping someone and accidentally looking knocking over a ref. And this is a guy who's an enforcer. Uh, and then Julie the Cat gets banned from the game for standing up for herself and pushing over two people. Um, and then one of the players from Iceland, and I'll get into them in a minute, uh, he only gets two minutes for breaking his stick over a character named Adam Banks's wrist. That only got two minutes. <laughs> it's This is where, again, we're in that ridiculous territory of Things are unfair to the kids, and I don't know much about hockey, but I know this movie more than this movie and the next movie more than the other started uh, messing with the rules of hockey and only rolling with them when when they needed to for plot convenience. Um, but that's where, again, that's where like, look, this is it's a fun kids movie, and it's a really fun one. Uh, yeah, if I don't think you could remake these movies today. Just certain things wouldn't fly. Uh, pun intended. In the first movie, uh, you've got Jesse Hall and his brother Terry. Both are black. Uh, they're in a line with Guy Germain. Uh, and it's another team, the Hawks, um, make fun of them and call them the Oreo line. Uh, and then, But later in the movie, that's something the Ducks start referring to themselves as. They call, they call their own line the Oreo line. And it's all about, like, look, we're taking this thing that you were slamming against us. We know 
you don't think we belong and then we're showing you we do but still that wouldn't fly um i didn't know that there was a slur cake eater but apparently that was a slur and it was about well you're so rich you can eat cake all the time and then they turn it into a term a term of endearment amongst each other uh yeah, there's just certain things where you're like, oh, yeah, that, that wouldn't happen today. And the DUI stuff wouldn't happen today. You certainly wouldn't show it. Um, back to Mighty Ducks 2. You get um, you get the new characters, the kid who does the, the, the knuckle puck. Um, kids drop off, new kids join. Um, <laughs> when they play the Jamaican team, they're just given random tie-dye jerseys because of course everybody's banging on steel drums when they score it's really weird um oh hello Lunzi. um it's just kind of like what yeah that that also wouldn't fly today you know nothing's malicious or meant meanly by it it's just also what rights they can get um iceland is outstanding uh their jerseys just have random pictures of vikings and it doesn't even say Iceland. It just says Island. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the team is so funny. They're all clearly like in college, but they're apparently uh, junior athletes, uh, like in between peewee and high school, I guess. Um, yeah, it's, and their, their coach is Wolf the Dentist Stanson. Just, just so good. Just so good. Ah, so good. Um, yeah, Mighty Ducks 2 also repeats some exact plot points of the first one, but hey, that's what sequels do. Um, Bombay needs to basically relearn the same lessons, uh, but he does. And I I find this one a lot... If I'm going to throw on one of the first two, it's going to be D2, because it's just... It's so much fun. Um... Spoiler, in the end, the Ducks win. Uh, Yeah. Now, the problem that happened with D2 was you went from... Or, let me rephrase this. D2 was, like, a giant step because it went from peewees to basically being world champions. So, where are you going to go from there? Uh, One of the plans, the original plan for D3 was to have it take place again at the the goodwill games two years later have but have the ducks lose to iceland not even in the finals i think in the semi or the quarters but then it's like you're you're learning like okay we were wrong about iceland in the last one and they're up against a much bigger and more evil team so it would be all about the ducks like helping iceland overcome this team or another version was like Iceland beats the Ducks but fall to them so then Iceland uh, for the next time Iceland like helps the Ducks overcome this big bad that's all about them joining together and blah 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 Um, I would have been in Uh, but that's not what we got with Ducks 3 D3 Disney was very much like no it has to take place at home it has to take place local even though all these kids live across America they're all going to be going to the same school and a bunch more kids are going to drop off with no word whatsoever Jesse Hall you're gone (laughs) it was weird Jesse was suddenly gone and he was uh, he was a pretty popular character also apparently Charlie was supposed to be out of D2 so in D2, he's suddenly there, but he's like, hey, you know how I always thought I'd be a better coach than a than a player? It's like, what? You never said that in the first one. And it's dropped after this one, because in the next one, it's all about you being captain. 
But it's a kid's movie. I'm demanding too much. Um, D3 is fun, but where I'll disagree with Billy Business and the guests on the hot takes is where it's it's arguably the best made. Um, it amps up the kiddie factor too much where it, it lessens the enjoyment. Um, and by that, I mean there's a lot more zany hijinks of like Goldberg, uh, who they made a joke in the beginning of Mighty Ducks 2, how he has difficult difficulty rollerblading, where it's a little bit where he falls he falls down a hill, but then he's back up and he's good. And this one, there's a whole like three or four minute chase sequence of Charlie trying to help Goldberg, who can't stop. Uh, he's suddenly going through some bed sheets, being chased by a dog, somehow gets a garden hose wrapped around him, and then both him and Charlie end up having to jump off a bridge and then land with the rest of the ducks. Just that kind of thing. Um, when they do pranks, it's like everything has cartoony sound effects. Um, and it's a noticeable increase over the last movie and especially from the first movie. And those things, like, I guess just because I'm older, I'm not the core audience anymore. Um, those make the repeat viewing a little more difficult. And it's also, it's, it's, it's also in a tough spot because where the heck do you go after doing like, Hey, we're world champions. Oh, now you're having to play for the rights to the name of your team against the high school team at the private place you're at. That is a scale downgrade. Um, yeah, it's the, the scale of D2, like as much as I love it, really threw off what D3's like the scale. Cause you can't go bigger than that. You have to go smaller. Now where I'll give D3 a lot of credit over D2 is, and D1 is, in both the first and D2, the main story isn't about the kids. It's about Emilio Estevez. And the kids are what uh, the kids, even though they all have personalities and all that, they faci- they're they there to facilitate his character's change. When there's a rivalry between teams, it's really between the coaches. Even though this is a kid's movie. Um the first one it was the guy I can't, I can't remember the actor's name but he played Perry White on uh, <laughs> Lois and Clark The New Adventures of Superman uh, for those of you that remember that show um, and the second one it was him versus Wolf the Dentist Stanson uh, okay such a good gangster name um, but in this one because I guess they're like oh wait we're here mostly about the kids Emilio's only in this for like 20 minutes but for some reason he's still the only name on the DVD cover uh, it's uh, they finally develop the rivalry of the other team. The other team actually gets more than like four lines of dialogue and gets to say more than like ah ha 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 or my job or stuff like that. Like the opposing all most of the opposing players get characteristics, get some screen time, get some development. Uh, the opposing coach is only there for the final game, so it's it. Actually, that's a nice change of pace. I was like, I'm enjoying that a fair bit more than the other stuff. Now, are they better than Iceland? No, because Iceland was pure ridiculous, like, not even Icelandic stereotypes, just like any old European, evil European stereotype. It was wrapped up in this, but done in a kiddie way, and it was so much fun. But personality-wise, like, the, the 
varsity team in D3 does well. Um, yeah, D3 is fun. It's still, it's good, but it's, it's still going to say at the end of the day, if I'm watching, if I'm going to watch one of the three, chances are I'm going to pop on D2. At this point, in no way, shape, or form am I saying it's a better movie than D, than the first one. Uh, the first one is still the most grounded in reality, so I really appreciated that. Um, but now, but once they started and embracing the whimsy, I'll probably go to D three more than D one. Uh, now, apparently, Disney is. I I read Disney is planning on doing a reboot show on Disney Plus. Um, I hope if it's a reboot that's. It's just not an actual reboot, but in the sense of like a, a sequel show, but going in a different way. Uh, involve some of the cast, bring back Joshua Jackson, because that man is tremendous. Um, also, it was really funny watching Mighty Ducks 3, where he, Joshua Jackson is still in his Charlie Conway body, but he is speaking with his Pacey Witter voice. Um, <laughs> it's just that, yep, that's high school. It's that awkward time where things don't match. Um, that, that, that was just a delight <laughs> to watch and super fun. Um, but I, I'd love if, if they, if there's a Disney plus show and you bring in Charlie, I'm in, uh, you bring back more of the characters. I am definitely in, um, I'm planning on picking up Disney plus when it launches. Cause there's so much good stuff on there, including the short lived, uh, cartoon show that Disney did called the mighty ducks where it was in an alternate universe and featured anthropomorphic ducks playing in the NHL against other animal teams by day. But by night, they were crime fighters. Yep, that was a thing. But apparently, I've been reading like it's a lot of fun. So, hey, since I'll have the chance to revisit it, why not? All right. Well, today was shorter than planned, but hey, it's uh, it's only complimentary towards the Mighty Ducks. It's uh, it's super fun. Eventually, I might uh, try to. Uh, hopefully, Little Giants will be on Disney Plus, and then I can talk about that one. Maybe a Christian talking about that could be fun. All right. Well, dear listener, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and you guys are wonderful. God bless and take care. Peace.